Hey, we are brought to you by MaxBP. MaxBP is the one machine to make you a better hitter, catcher, and infield. And guess what? MaxBP can make you a better coach. Yes, dad who can't throw BP, mom, like single mom, like, what am I supposed to do? I don't throw BP. Well, guess what? You buy yourself a Max BP machine. You're the coolest mom in town. He'll have his friends coming to your house because, oh, yeah, you got a machine in your garage that throws Max BP balls, colored balls, helps with eye training, helps you with receiving, even has a battery pack. So, heck, you can take him to the park and he can hit. Or you sip on lemonade and watch your son hit bombs. So, uh, I know if you have a budget and you're thinking about, hey, do I need to, do I put in a batting cage or do I buy this Max BP? Well, guess what? It's way cheaper to buy this Max BP. And guess what? You can take your batting cage and you can use it before the game. Because I know a lot of these city parks aren't putting batting cages in there for us. We're an afterthought, ball players and ladies in the softball field. We don't have enough cages. Max BP provides that cage. So, use code behind the dish on MaxBP's website for 10% off your purchase of a new MaxBP single mom awesome BP machine extraordinaire product. Peace. It's the Behind the Dish podcast with John Buck. This meeting and Dina, uh, I almost said Dina Lawton, but Dina, uh, which how, Dina Blevins, do you, you go by Dina Blevins still, right? I do. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure because uh, you did have a divorce before he went and then he, who was who our mutual friend. That's how we could come right out of the shoot talking about that. Nate was a real good friend of mine. That's how um, originally how I kind of got to know Dina. And I'll explain about how I already knew Dina. And then I got to know Dina was kind of through Nate, a friend of mine who I got to, who was dating Dina and then ended up marrying her and have two beautiful, beautiful young athletes themselves. So we can talk about young women athletes uh, and, and those awesome little girls that came out of that relationship. And then I want to celebrate you as an athlete here because I know you're, you're kind of a humble person. And when I first kind of got to know you, I – my interaction was you're, you're kind of this little sister of the Royals because you are the daughter of Duke Wathen. And if I refer to Duke at any time during this podcast, just know I'm, I'm it rolls. It's John uh, Wathens, who was a catcher who in the organization, we call him Duke. Everybody knows him as Duke, Duke's wife, uh, Duke's wife will be referred to your mother who walks around and who basically runs us and takes care of us is Dina. As you know, as athletes, like she's like, John, check, check your email. I text Brooke. You have the alumni email in your thing. I've already called Brooke or text her. She knows how. So to say that she knows how we operate and how the operations around the clubhouse operates, it's, it's an understatement, right? When you say you're well qualified. Um, what, what does a director of community investments slash alumni do? Because you just got a new role. Yes, right? that's correct. So this is my 17th season with the Royals, which is scary to say. I think this might be yours. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Dina. So I stole Jordan's drink. <laughs> and so 
most of those years have been in media relations under Mike Swanson, Swanee, oh, the best. The and best that's true. So um, the last 14 years or so, I was media relations and then alumni. And after ownership evaluated for a year, our new ownership, Mr. Sherman and company, um, they just did some um, revamping and, and some organizational changes along with some restructuring. And with that, they took the alumni part of my job and moved it under Royals Hall of Fame, Royals Charities, the Urban Youth Academy. And um, so it's all under one umbrella now and which oh. helped out my situation with the alumni. I like, yeah, for me, I'm, I was sitting, my brain just started going pop, 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 pop. <laughs> okay. That's, right. that's probably, probably the reason why, right? Yes. Okay. So um, in the past, I did a lot of stuff with the media, um, media relations part of it that was um, credentialing and uh, just day-to-day activities for to get a game operating. So that's game notes, lineups, um, our publications, all that fun stuff. So I no longer do that. I'm not under Swanee anymore, which I miss, but I'm in an office right next to him. So, so you're, you don't, that before you, you would be in the clubhouse quite a bit. And those, those were a lot of the, the stuff you would bring to us, which we would actually use in the clubhouse with a lot of the, the history from the previous game and previous stats and runouts. Dino would bring that down, which we'd use a lot, some of that stuff in our game reports and my meetings with my pitchers. So. While sitting on the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sitting in the toilet. Like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know what happens. In the clubhouse. Um, so like yeah. I said, she, she knows her way around the clubhouse. Like I said, yeah. Eyes she, up. She, there's no, yeah, there's no, when I, when I first came on the scene one, like you said, Dina would be on the field cause she's ahead of all the media and she is a, an attractive young woman with an athletic bill when she's standing there you come out and i'm like oh that's that go over that's gonna go over well that's my first day walking there and then you get out to stretch but all these men very respectably respected this girl didn't talk about it it wasn't any banter i'm like huh like to where it was like like on a, where everybody respected this this girl you and then and then it come to find out it's like oh this is duke's this is Duke's daughter. Okay, there's a whole different presence around here. But also, what struck me, and this is my reason for having you on this podcast, was the way you carried yourself as a leader around the organization, the roles that you had around the organization, your special talent of being, knowing what's going on, treating us children like the children we are inside that clubhouse, but also demanding respect but also holding us accountable for our jobs and what we had to do on the field and how, we, how you integrated that part of the team and how you could feel your leadership on that and understanding the game. Um, I, th- I think I, I know how a lot of that became, you became that leader, but I, I want some dig, dig me stats since it's a kind of a behind the sports podcast. Uh, Jordan, can you, can you read that? The kind of some of the, I, I'm not going to read it online uh, uh, over air because I don't want to. It's my show. And so I, I'll have him read it. 
and these are some of the things that I kind of picked out that I feel like, because I knew these things, but this is kind of it on paper uh, of what your, some of your accolades. So go ahead. At Pitt State, she was a captain of the women's volleyball team all four years, was named an All-American in 2003. Blevins was elected to the university's Athletic Hall of Fame in 2013 as the first volleyball player in school history. Oof. He's also a member of the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association Hall of Fame, elected in. About it. <laughs> All right. And then you're also, obviously you're a, you're a native of Kansas City. And that's where you are. You and uh, Remy and Marley, y'all live in Kansas City now. We're, you know resign obviously work for the Royals and I think as you hear you know leader all four years I can't help but feel the man that I looked up to and the things that I like you would you would you know Royals history when you're in that clubhouse and you're learning from Duke Wathen you're learning from George and Bo and you're like those are our heroes like when I grew up and I get to hang out and learn from these dudes and then to hear these lessons and hear what a leader, what Duke was, and then to see how he fathered, how he is. And when I got to know you, you know, as a mother and a leader and some of those qualities, I look at those accolades. You don't get those accolades at any level, at any place, if you don't hit a higher standard um, uh, of being a leader, being a strong woman in a, a weird world right we're just a world and then you make it even weirder and say here here pretty athlete go sit inside a clubhouse and try to handle that with all those professional weird athletes right and uh, and then to demand the respect for that i think it has a lot to say for you and, and you doing the right things and demanding respect so i think i want to point that out and and for a lot of the young softball players there's a right way to do that and you did that and knowing how to do it the right way is huge i think that's why you have the job that you had and so maybe elaborate on some of those sporting um, experiences, being captain, those things that how it may have helped you in the job that you have now. Obviously, I think being the daughter of, of Duke and being around the clubhouse, that's, that's experience and that's a type of experience. But you had athletics to understand and, and you know, to understand what's going along with that, you know, not just being the daughter, but you were an athlete. So you understood why. I might've been a prick to you once or twice in the clubhouse and you were like, cool. And they were fine. But, uh, you, you went over four. Yeah, there was a lot of those. Yeah. But you didn't, like I said, you held me accountable and sometimes you made me like drop that attitude before you go drop, talk to Brooke, <laughs> you know, like you were that, like it was in a weird way. I'd be like, yes, ma'am. Like, okay. Right. So, and I, I can't help but think that understand that athletics were that, clubhouse to family you got a very unique seat like can you explain maybe how the athletics have, has helped you form that the skill set you have the royals value yeah i think um it started young for me i've got two older brothers that also have been in professional baseball one my oldest dusty's the third base coach for the phillies um so two older brothers that definitely treated me like a little brother and pushed <laughs> me. And, you know, they were the ones that 
made fun of me until I did a flip off the diving board and I'd do it and, you know, just to keep up and be the cool younger sister. So I think it started young. I'm super competitive because of that. I know the, my brothers, you know, forced that on me. Um, to the point with my little girls, you know, they can't win at goldfish. So it gets, you know, <laughs> like that might be my DNA. A <laughs> little obsessive. That was not Nate. <laughs> Let, Nate would hang out and watch. I wanted to take his head off. <laughs> so um, definitely with my brothers. And then not many people know that I played all boys baseball till I was 12. So that was um, a huge confidence booster. I'd walk out on the field and there'd be some bantering and making fun of, you know, on the other side of the field, they've got a girl on their team, like look at her ponytail. And I'd go out there You're and just like, eating it up. You're like, come on. Suck yes, bring it. Um, so I played like competitive traveling, all boys baseball. Um, and then so yeah, just in my DNA first off. And then with volleyball, uh, I always play competitive. We, you know, we won two national championships, um, for my AAU club team that was in Topeka. So leading up to college, um, it wasn't a big deal for me to just go in and just have the confidence. I went to all girls high school. Yeah. To- Catholic school in in Kansas City, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, downtown um, by the plaza. Yeah. And so I think that all girls atmosphere gave me a ton of confidence, just able to, um, you know, not worry about the boys, impressing the boys. Um, So there was a real, real like, your athletics. And I think that's that, keeping that divided, like, I'm here to do a job. Yeah, it's fun. You're in an atmosphere, professional atmosphere. It was funny because we just had Tony Bosch. It was crazy. Remember I was telling you that I had that on there. It was. I was a little nervous. Did you listen to it? Do you happen to listen to it by chance? Not yet. I feel all right. I felt pretty good with the product. So, uh, But I was nervous just because the topic was steroids. I wasn't sure because my – I even said on the air, like I, what I told you, I just avoided it. Because I didn't, I didn't know where that. I didn't want any part of that crossover, right? All the other distractions that come off the field. It was, it was very like keep it focused here. Where you go off to college, I didn't have that experience. It was just playing ball. You got to have an experience of one playing on a boys. So in the clubhouse, having that skill of getting banter because trust me we give it to you we tease you just especially if you're going to hold me accountable i will tease you because also uh when we first came to uh kansas city you got to know brooke and brooke was a volleyball player so right away brooke and i of course like to brooke being a volleyball player and you invited her to come play i was like whoa these chicks are pretty good brooks like yeah they're pretty intense like that dina girl is pretty good so i knew that you were a different breed, just one, because the way you carried yourself at the clubhouse and then watching you perform. Did that, having that college experience help separate playing and business? Do you follow what I'm saying, where it still helps now with with baseball? Oh, definitely. I think, well, just um, using your time wisely, first off, you know, just and having, like, to be organized and all that stuff that goes along with 
being in an office atmosphere, which that's the first thing that I always give the alumni like a hard time because oh, yeah. you guys all die in an office situation. <laughs> oh, of course, we, as Jordan yeah. Jordan snickers at me over here and laughs. Yeah. I'm sure Brooke listens to this; she'll laugh. And yeah. Dana's laughing because she's already getting texts from Brooke right now. Like, yep. Yes. What's your work day? Wednesdays? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday work day. <laughs> and I, I, that's, I can control Wednesday. I have a schedule and control Wednesday. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually in the middle of being in trouble because I didn't put Bentley's football down on the schedule. I'm like one day, one date and time I have to put down and I forget. You know, sports, that's my arena. I don't, I don't have to do dentists. I don't have to do doctor's appointments, school, bus rides, other trips, none of it. Sports, I got to schedule and still fail at it. So yeah, we, get, we get what you're saying. And then, I did, how long did it take to mean you get like scheduled up on whatever thing I had to send for the alumni? Like, I'm like, just can I do it through text? I can't really do the email thing. I just, I don't ever check it. I'm, Although Jordan's been on me, I've checked it better. Haven't I? So, alumni. Um, One of the things that I think Dina doesn't get enough credit about because I feel like it creates when you're a fan, or if you're a player, and then there's this connection of fans. You know the fans that are like the diehards, the ones who are there buying season tickets. They're that you feel their presence. It's, they're the fans, right? Uh, and some of those go to um, maybe those fans, but they're not as – they're more from afar. They don't come to your car side and things like some of these fans do. But they don't necessarily do that. But they, you know, they maybe maybe are wealthier business guys. They, they, they too, like to claim that they're the best, the biggest Royals fan. I have a, uh, a friend who has recently – because he's – and I coach Little League with him. And uh, he 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 thinks he's the best, the biggest Royals fan. And he it recently put me in this the Royals. What is it called? The I'm searching for the word. The Royal is there a Royals fan club? Insider. Dina Royals Insider. Yeah. Is there a club like that? So I think he just registered for us. Me, him, my our little morning workout group. So what I want to do is I want to register him and me since I'll be working it, and then we'll. I'll register him for fantasy camp. Don't you feel like that's fair? If he's going to be the number one fan, he should probably go and participate at fantasy camp. Don't you feel? He has to. He has to. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so do you know, uh, I guess a lot of people don't know it. Can you give a, since you're, you're in charge of this and this is one of your jobs, I'll let you, let you frame it or kind of describe it. And then maybe while you're doing that, I'll see if Jordan can maybe, I might even call Adam and see if we, and I'll put him on the spot at office and then see if we'll invite him to fantasy. Maybe we'll have a little fun. Love it. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and describe what's, what's fantasy camp. Cause I, I know I, it's one of the ways that I'm as alumni, I'm still tied into Kenzie. I get to talk to you, a friend of mine, and then be up to date with Sweeney, with Bo, with Duke, with Dayton, all those things. I, and, and, and when we were picking what team should we, and I backhanded him when he didn't say Royals, like our little league uniforms, which we coached, like make created a uniform with a heavy Royals influence. So I almost backhanded him. So uh, go ahead and describe that. I'll get, get him. Okay. So fantasy camp is 
five days, five nights, anyone 30 years or older, men or women. And we take about 104 campers. It's in Surprise, Arizona at the spring training facility. So we use the major league clubhouse, the clubhouse staff. Um, we provide all the transportation, breakfast, lunch. We have fun evening events. The camp ends with a banquet, an awards banquet, um, sit down dinner. And, and, and might I add, there's some very emotional things like some, and on a serious note, life-changing things, uh, guys that have worked all year long fighting cancer, doing things that's buys us campers into things like that. It's, it's, it really becomes a cool evening. So go ahead. Dina. True. Yeah. Like Which Dina's all in charge of. She's, she's not going to give it service. It's really good. So go ahead. Yeah. It's a great camp. It's something that you can't advertise as far as the brotherhood, sisterhood, familyhood that everyone becomes um, just because it's not just a baseball camp, which sounds crazy. You play tons of baseball, two games a day, but um, it's just like the stories in the clubhouse and the hanging out and networking and um, just a group of people who love the sport of baseball. So it's just amazing. It's the end of January always. Um, so it's like perfect time to get to Arizona. Our alumni love doing camp. I have to actually like turn down alumni, unfortunately. Um, but we bring about 18 to 20 guys. So we've had Bo Jackson, Brett Saberhagen, George is there every year, Bucky, Tian, Butler, Sweeney, uh, Mayberry, Montgomery, Randa, Joe Randa, Randa, Wilson, like it's awesome. Yeah, it's, I, I, I feel like I'm, I, it's fantasy camp for me, and I get to be yeah. it. I get to go in that clubhouse and listen to Bo and George talk about whatever game. Remember that one time? And I'm just like, oh yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. just like they Lots are. So. Beer drinking. We have. um Nights barbecue. fire, barbecues, and we always have a guest, a, a surprise guest. So we had Rudy one year. That was cool. Um, Rob Riggle. Bo was the surprise one year. So that was cool. I got to I got to, I got to be because we do kangaroo court. Uh -huh. And yeah. I got to be like this is like I the same guy that was like in that poster, about shred and jacked, right? You have that image on my head now the other part of my image on my head is me and Bo talking in the back both in robes both in white wigs mm -hmm. him having a mallet or I had a regular wood mallet I can't disclose what his mallet was <laughs> it's kangaroo court major league clubhouse stays in the clubhouse stays. his mallet was an object right and that's my now new image of Bo but getting to have fun with guys like that and then guys having experience with both like it's just cool because then you get to see to relate with people on another level like bow and hunting you know creating a conversation with that so um it's a it's a cool experience and dina has a big part of that and i think that has a lot to do with um creating something like that's a lot of work and to get alumni like i said grown 12 year olds and 12 year olds that want to be us 12 year olds 
get to let to get to follow directions and end up in the same spot uh, it takes a lot of organization like you said and a big part of your job is that so um i don't know how you do it to be honest I think every year we talk about, I don't know how you do this thing. I enjoy it. I mean, stats are taken. It's like, it's legit. No, it's a full, Um, it's a full blown game. You're treated like a big league player. Your laundry's done for you. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, I know when we, uh, there's a few games, the guys went home mad. They get to feel like it's intense. It's a, they want to win. It's a real bragging rights because the clubhouse is not a nice place when, you lose on a tight ball game. <laughs> they don't hold back to say the least. So yeah. um, uh, what's going on with the Royals this year? I need to know about that with all this weird year, what are some highlights so we could talk about the Royals? Is there anything that I need to know? I uh, talked about a golf tournament that I'm going to be involved with. Yeah. You're going to come to the Royals charities golf tournament. Okay. Um, yeah, we started off really strong. Merrifield's killing it, and our young guys are so fun to watch. We made some good trades. So hey, is Adam is Adam number? Okay, because I want to try. I want to try to get Adam here. Because what what uh, what in our bullpen? What do you think? Like the middle of our bullpen, or at the end? What do you think? What do you think? What you cut out? Like, what do you think? What do you? What do you? What do you think our strengths are? the bullpen um well i we're, our bullpen's doing good this year so i know far, so far so good and nobody yeah. was nobody I'm was really sure. talking about i don't know if i i just you think of the team of some perez and all the attention which i think you normally would with a team with the excitement but for me watching the royals bullpen i'm kind of like yeah you see what's going on here? Like, do we? Uh, so I don't know. Maybe, it, and it could be early on, just how they're throwing, what their arms are. Because of my my buddy, who is, uh, we're going to become. All of a sudden, we're going to decide to be pick a team like we hadn't already picked it already, right? A team to follow. Um, I'm excited about the back in the Royals bullpen. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's good when you're not talking about the bullpen. That means they're doing good. I, I know. That's that's you see it's spoken like a real catcher's daughter right there. <laughs> um, is is uh, anything anything uh, with the new owner, new ownership stuff like that going on? Uh, is, is that all been? I mean, because of Dayton, how he is. Do you think that all went smoother because he the way he's been to? what he is for that organization, what he's done. Do you think that made that transition easier? Yeah. I mean, Mr. Sherman is awesome. He is is an amazing human being. He's amazing for Kansas city. Um, You see him out with the people talking. He's just, he's around the office. He wants everyone to get better every day. And it's obvious like they're, and it's just, it's Dayton just just like Dayton I mean it's an infectious environment to want to be around and it's funny because I I think that's what not that other organizations aren't this but once you've connected within the clubhouse or with these people who run this these people that you work with every day it gets infectious especially if I'm going to be involved with something afterwards as an uh, alumni like that environment to be a part of that and drive that towards a team and and have an organization value that it's I think that's what Dayton was about, you know, and that's obviously, it sounds like we got good chemistry going there. So mm-hmm. uh, I, 
What about uh, what Holmes owning part of the team? How do you feel about that? What's your, I mean, I was talking sports with a Kansas City girl. I mean, it couldn't be more Kansas City rooted person in the world to talk this over with. I mean, I just think that it's so cool that he decided to invest back into the city and to okay. a city yeah. that he's not from. I mean, yeah, this is his home now and he's made it his home, but, um, and I'm sure he, he's got plenty of money to s- spread around. So, but no, yeah. So, which, which brings up a good point, which I see where you're going. Cause I know it's following him and his wife. Cause of course, Brooke and I, we love him. We, we don't, I want him to win every time. One, he's Kansas City. Two, they're high school sweethearts like Brooke and I. So, right. of course, Brooke loves him. So he walks on water in Brooke's eyes. So he, he's, and she's an he, athlete. And she's an athlete. Like, it's like they get it. It's that obviously a power couple. And, and so to have them choose that city, like saying, Hey, you blessed us. This is because that's how they are. You follow, you can feel how both of them are. The city's blessed us. Let's give it back towards Kansas City. I think that's, shows towards his character and i i'm i'm in favor i think it's cool but it was a little weird like oh wait a football player well she is um britney is the one of the new owners for the women's soccer team here in kansas i love that okay okay. oh yeah Uh that's awesome yeah we we have they just left here didn't they just leave here jordan is it the kansas city royals now is it the royals or What's the name of the girls' soccer team? Because we thought like Royals here. I think they it's left. not the Royals. So there was a women's team that the owner bought that came here, and maybe they went back. But anyways, it's a not sure. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little more. I'm into the Real Soccer because Cooper has got me yeah. down. So I, I love. Oh, I mean, I never played soccer growing up, and I love soccer now. Right, and so it. But uh, yeah, that's that's. It's a it's a legit game once you kind of understand it. So I didn't like it before; it was too much running. Well, hey, my dad always says that it takes soccer takes all the baseball players, so that's why right, he loved it. Yeah, all the ones with the good multiples, like the the better elite athletes, the that's athletes, where they hang yeah. out. It's the soccer uh-huh. players and baseball players. We <laughs> can do multiple sports. Get a basketball player to come hit a baseball player. We've seen those highlights. It's out, guys. Uh-huh. You look you look silly. <laughs> I don't look that dumb shooting a basketball. That's all I'm saying. I don't care who it is. But uh, hey, do you have Adam? I saw Adam pop up on here. Okay, so Adam, let me introduce him before. So he's he's a friend of mine who owns Mammoth Construction. Uh, so he's a successful business guy, and uh, his son he coaches literally with me. And so I've been, you know, he has an older boy that our board, all our boys are the same age. So. Uh, Brooke and I and him are all pretty good friends. So he's like, let's really get into baseball because they're kind of our RV and friends, right? So we coach baseball, RV friends, and talk baseball. So he's like, dude, let's really get into a team. So that's why I said I almost backhanded this guy. Like, bro, we're going to have to decide. I'm wearing all this Royal stuff all the time, and we got to decide to wear a – we're going to pick a team now all of a sudden. I was like, how about the Royals? So he put us in this fan club. So – I don't know. Just he just knows. Okay, I said we send him the Zoom chat. Kind of said we have him come in on the podcast. He knows I podcast, so I'll introduce you to him. Adam, he does it. You know, see, this is like an athlete right here trying to come into a Zoom meeting. 
I mean, and this guy runs his own business. So it's not an athlete, although he was a wrestler. Was he a wrestler at Utah State? I think he was a wrestler at Utah State. When he graduated from Utah State, he was a wrestler. Is he coming on? Adam, are you here? Unmute yourself. Maybe you can't see us. It's connecting to audio. Are you there? Hi, Johnny. Adam, are you there? Yeah. What are you doing? We're on a Zoom call. I have Dina uh, Blevins here, who is the uh, head of all Royals alumni uh, events. And we were, we were doing a little podcast talking about what an amazing woman she is. And since you you submitted us to go yeah. to, uh, like, uh, what did you submit us to do? We're, we're Royals fan club or something? Yeah, we're, we're all Royals, bro. We're all Royals. Okay, I'll tell you what. Since we're all Royals, I'm going to up the ante a little bit. And Are you watching the game right now, Johnny? No, I'm not. I'm talking to the employees right now. Oh, I'm front yeah. office in this game. Oh, that's a good I'm game. Right. It on the side. I, I'm, I'm trying to expand the Royals community. Oh, right? well, this so. is funny. I, uh, we just hired two new guys, you know, uh-huh. it's part of their employment packets packets. They have to fill out the Royals fan club stuff. Or there, you they won't. there you go. There you <laughs> I'm go. not even kidding. There you go, Dina. So uh, mammoth construction <laughs> is on the bandway. So, well, well, for that, what what we got to do? If the boss is doing that, I'm going to chat. You get what Dina's here to do. She's she's going to invite you to Royals Fantasy Camp. Awesome. What do you got to do? do you, so you have, you know nothing about this, do you? <laughs> we kind of went over we we kind of went over this uh, this this fantasy camp on the on the podcast. I mean, it's legit. You get to act like a big leaguer for. I am a big leader, Joe. <laughs> you're already on your way. <laughs> Good. Well, whatever way you're not a big leaguer, I feel like yeah. George and Bo Jackson, myself, whatever their teammates or coaches at the time, coaches, yeah. we'll let you know where yeah. you're Good. Sufficient. Good. Where, where I need to improve. Yes. So, Dina, do you uh, any advice? Uh, where does he need to go? What are the things he needs to do to learn what he needs to do to prepare his body? For well, I don't know about your age, but maybe just start stretching. Like, just do not pull a clock. <laughs> maybe get on a stretching program, old man. So this is the guy that would boo me. Like, he'll boo you at a game. All you other professional athletes here. This, this dork is the one in the right field with the beer booing you. So, yeah. So if you want to come to Royals camp and give him a piece of your medicine so he can get the real experience, I encourage I mean, that. Yeah. My, I'm mentally strong, bro. They can't get to me. Yeah, we'll see. What, what is fantasy camp? What I mean, what is it? What are the details? So it's a camp for anyone, old men. <laughs> That's you. It's yeah. five days, five nights at the spring training facility in Surprise, Arizona. And you play baseball, and the alumni are your coaches. I get to coach. I, mean, I get to coach. No, I don't know if I want to coach you. I want to. The problem you. is, I don't know if they can still sign me up for contracts and stuff. If that's an option, but whatever. Well, you know what? The, I've uh, you know Dayton's been known to sign directly out of fantasy camp. 
Yes. <laughs> that I'm rule in. still like we still have a couple guys that have almost got an invite, but you know, Dina, it goes through Dina, then goes to Dayton directly. <laughs> right in that correct chain. Of right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Johnny, you'd yeah. have to coach me. I mean, we're, I gotta be outrun Bo. <laughs> I don't know if that's happening, even with his bad hip. So <laughs> Dina, where does do they go to a place on the website? What how would he yes we hope for it to go on sale soon um we will announce it on twitter and the last three camps have sold out in less than 45 minutes so it's put me in right now (laughs) number one on the list bro you and your new employees (laughs) yeah no they're not coming (laughs) they can watch yeah yeah you can get a camp video and baseball cards and everything Oh, we're getting, we're going to get all of it. Yeah. 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 We're going to get, we're going to get the quote unquote, we want the mammoth package, Dina. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. Adam is the first one in line for all of it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'm in. All right. In. Are you all going right. with me, Johnny? Yeah. I am working it. Yes. Of course. Good. This, you this, this is what I do to try to like, you know, you, you didn't hear it, but it's like, she has to turn down alumni. So I got to make myself valuable. So she, invites yeah. me back this is what the alumni do they say okay i got three guys that are gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. sign up <laughs> so this is, this they is my first to be your coach <laughs> yeah yeah well i'll teach hey, yeah john i can show them how to catch some stuff bro yeah that's why you got <laughs> hey, your brother so jordan's jordan's adams their brother-in-laws so he's over yeah this guy over here so the, yeah maybe we have jordan he's just jelly he's jelly maybe we get both these two nerds out there so I can boo them. It would be awesome. Just hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You just yeah. yeah. There you go. There's your brother-in-law. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get back to Dina. We we can that nerd. He has his invitation, and so he's coming. His brother-in-law hung up on him. <laughs> How would you uh, describe your career at Pitt? Since we're getting back into you, that's kind of where I left all my notes. How was Pitt? Um, it was, I loved playing college, a college sport. Um, well, first off, it made me like actually go to class. So that's a plus. Um, uh, we played like in a packed gym. So that was so cool. We had awesome support. Um, that's why I chose the school and my coach, um, I had offers other places, but I trusted the coach and that was my end result of why I went there. Um, I love competing. So, um, you know, I basically went to college to play volleyball, not really to get an education, but luckily that came along with it. Um, Were they close to championship at that time? Yeah, by my junior senior year, we were. Yeah, we we went to the NCAA championship for the first time. My junior so what, year. What what did they have that you thought? Okay, we could go do that here. You have two outside hitter. What was the formula? Was it um, another girl, or was it the setter? It was um, my coach, and that we started out young, so we had something to like earn and prove and you know, put a banner up in the ceiling and you know we could actually make some real goals that you know things that hadn't happened before make some history so you had that blueprint 
Your yeah, coach it's career. that challenge of you know. We so we, I just had a, I just, I had a, I just had a, a, a gym fan and who was like my mental coach and he kept talking blueprint, blueprint, whether it's a golf team, baseball team, or, or your own goals. And what you brought up was your, your coach. It was your coach. You bought into the system. You bought in, you know, as your team as a whole to put banners up. I could almost see you picture and articulate that vision that they created how much, how influential is that coach on that? And you as a young woman athlete going into it and those, how, how profound effect does that have you even now? Cause I know those things, even in the minor leagues that I had would be your equivalent college. They still impact me. Those are the things that left that sting that made me grow. Well, out of high school, I mean, you're young. They try to like make you decide what you want to do with your life at 17, 18 years old, which is just crazy. So to me, I had to trust, like you talk to all these coaches, they um, promise you the world and say, you know, you're going to start, you're going to play all four years. You're going to play the position you want, all this stuff. And in the back of my head, I was always like, how the heck do they know? Like, I'm going to go in here and do what I can do, but you're telling me that they're going to let me play over a senior that's been there all four years that, you know, so I just, I trust was huge for me. And it was, he, I looked at him as another father that I could lean on and um, just have confidence in, you know, my ability and just trust. And it just all came back to trust. And that's just, that's what I needed to move away from my family, move away from my parents, go to, you know, all of a sudden start doing my own laundry, all that. Yeah. Crazy. You say growing up in your house, it was pretty competitive. You're a competitive kid, right? Competitive house. And so when you broke outside of that, having that competitiveness and then growing up to compete with that, because then it's all of a sudden, like you said, doing my own laundry, dealing with my own life stuff having that coach that's like that trust father figure to be able to get vulnerable. Cause remember we got to grow as an athlete is what we're trying to talk about here and grow as a person and do that. As I move away, like you said, 17 and decide what I'm going to do it. Like that's asinine. It sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. And to have that coach or that mentor or that father figure, like, like you said, trust, cause you have, you want to go places you've never been before. You got to get vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You got to look in the eye and say like, I suck on having balls into my forehand or coming across hand or whatever it is in your game or receiving balls down in there or whatever it is. Um, I'm immature at evaluating myself. If you really want it and you gotta, you gotta have trust in that person. Mm-hmm. You're like what he's saying, I need to get vulnerable and say, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then you have to be coachable also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta be, be able to hear it. And be vulnerable to, you know, no, when you are failing and have that trust with the coach to be able to call me out when I, you know. And I think too, and I think this is what something's striking about you is, is you're not a soft person by any means, right? Like you're very hard and confident. You're not going to be a pushover, but you're also just going to, you're going to, which, which I think as an athlete, it's, she she understands and is confident in order to rattle her you better 
you better come with something. You know what I mean? Whether whether it's from a coaching standpoint or whatever, if you're going to rattle this game, give me something good. You know, do you? Is there confidence in your game? Have you always been confident in that, or is that something that you try to bring across your business? Because I see you in business mode. You know what I mean? How you come across as a leader in front of people, like when you're in front of a clubhouse of all these ball players and the way you command the room, very like. Do you follow me? What I'm saying? Yeah, the way yeah, leaders I think, do. Yeah. I think in life, just my mentality is like, just bring it. Like, yeah. Let me prove myself. Um, and I want to be the one responsible. I want to be the one who is able to take a risk and take a challenge and dominate. Well, is- obviously, obviously, it was there as a freshman because that's when you were a captain. Do you think yeah. that's what got you that captain? Or like. I'll lead this group as a freshman. Yeah. Like, get on this back, seniors. Like, like that takes guts. That's a, and it's abnormal. So I'm interested in that. Was it there or was it something where you're like, okay, I'll do this role? What was it? No, um, we voted on it. I mean, every year uh-huh. the team voted on it. So um, there, to start off, there was uh, just a few juniors, a few seniors. So we were mostly freshmen, sophomore. Um, but I mean, I came in with the stats to, to back me up and I, I just didn't care like age or anything. It's just like minor league baseball or so do you think, do you think being around the clubhouse and seeing that with some of these young prospects and literally you were there as George was that <laughs> you were yeah. there as, did that resonate or being, or being around that? Even when you're your older years, when you're in college, you were off season, you would go watch a ball game. You'd literally go down to a clubhouse sometimes and see this and have dinner with these athletes afterwards. Did it, did it, I mean, it's a weird seat that you're in. Did it help you it in is. that later? Like, I don't think I really realize it myself uh, just because it is so natural. Normal. Yeah, normal to you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just weird um, in general, but. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think having two older brothers helps too. And um, I just, and I, this is what I teach my girls too. Like, just don't back down. And, you know, you just, it's life in general is, is tough and you just have to have tough skin. And um, my mom would say that on the volleyball court, I'm a totally different human and that I'm like a oh, yeah. And that I mean, she would, that's what she would say that I mean, really, she would use um, the B word for sure. But that's just, I did when I played, like if my teammates were sucking that day, I let them know. I'm like, you need to get your head out of your tail and, <laughs> and like, coach sub, like yeah. this yeah. bad day. Yeah. She's having a bad day. Yeah. You you cut out all the drama stuff early. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's how, I mean, I, that's what I would say that, um, you know, you wouldn't see me crying on the volleyball court by any means. Like to me, that was, that was weakness. So, um, probably playing with the boys probably had a lot to do with that. Looking back for sure. Like a kind of a meaner, yeah. You're meaning meaner mentality. So is that, was that not, in the girls at a younger age i think it is at the college level yeah well i mean maybe not at practice there's probably some emotional you know breakdowns for sure i've seen that yeah but that's 
that's that's just called humans being weird psychos that's what we all are right we're all gonna have that but we're at the highest level performing on a consistent day you tend to get like a a feel of what that is yeah i don't listen to all the noise and um you know just uh, i think that's i think that i think that has to be because growing up around a clubhouse I mean, yeah. And I mean, I'm in general, I'm friends with guys more than girls went to all girls high school, played uh-huh. girls sports, um, have tons of girlfriends, but I probably do relate to the dudes a little bit more. I wonder if that's just because you're around dudes in a clubhouse and environment sports and it's all sport and you're used to it with your dad. Like, it's just, I, yeah, say, I can just, switch gears. That's for sure. I can, I can, I'm I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Hey, as, I said, as I said, you got a very unique seat, seat and a very unique vantage point. Where, like I said, it's like a. It's, it's it's and I think what's amazing and why I wanted to have you kind of on my behind the dish podcast, which I like to talk about things that are in leadership roles or, or things that I always found it amazing that around the clubhouse you can command that respect from that so many men in a culture that's not very respectable let's just put it out there and the way that you command that I think it's it's cool and I think I wanted to highlight the things that I thought were that and I think that's that's a compound effect of being a leader in a lot of different arenas and and affecting people and carrying yourself the right way and and started as an athlete and right and and heck had be to have that quality of four years um i want to i just like to capture that and that's what i think that moment was is just going for that just jump off the edge if you have to type of feeling to let go it's it's hard for some people to do some people it's a work into um i know some of the catchers that i worked with um i had to kind of pull that out like travis darno he was a little more reserved in New York. And I was like, dude, you're in New York. You can't, you can't be reserved or they will eat you up. You can't be yeah. like, well, I thought about calling that pitch. And then after the game, but I guess it was like, nah, this is why I called it. That's the reason I went with it. And here's the stats. What else you got mm-hmm. in New York media? If you don't come with that, they will eat you alive. Not to yeah. mention. Pitchers. I mean, just like a woman in sports in general, like yeah. you know, it's, very it's, good point. there's not very many women and you have to, set the standards high at the beginning. And it's just, it's trickled down. I mean, I'm older, of course, than when I started, but just in general, I think that, you know, guys know, like, you know, she knows what she's talking about. Well, I think, and it's, and it it's kind of sucks that it is that way, but uh, to be a woman in a male dominated sports, you have to bring it every day where yeah. it, that's the other side of that sucks. Cause some men that don't have to bring it every day. And where you got to be on your P's and Q's and, and do that. That's that attitude. And I think that's why you've been in this organization and also doing what you're doing for so long and held the responsible roles that you have is because you have all those qualities and you've done it. And uh, you're, I know your, uh, your brothers, your brothers currently coach now in other organizations, right? To, that's my oldest. Yeah, he's with the Phillies. And then uh, the other, was he with the Royals at one point too? Derek, yeah, they both um, did play with the Royals for a short time. Uh, Derek and the Miners. Dusty had his big league debut with the Royals. That's right. That's right. That's that's the one I was thinking of. He's catcher. He's like your frame. Yeah. He's, 
He's, he's the uh, above average human one. Oh, okay. That guy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I just thought it was fascinating, just your leadership qualities and then your upbringing. Of course, I'm a little biased with all the, the, the leadership qualities that were taught in that house. And then also knowing your mom, the strong woman that actually had all those boys and you around and holding a baseball family together the way she did. It, it took a strong woman. I think that more than anything, that's the impressive part that shows in you is now that I know you like new and Nate and your mom is, I mean, the qualities your mom have a lot, her, her strength has a lot to come out in that just fiery go off. I mean, that is absolutely that yeah. is your mom <laughs> to a T. Yeah. She's confident. She's super confident. And so I think that that's where we get that from. And she's got that fiery Italian side to her. So you got to have that. Yeah, that that's, that's how that helps spin. That's see, that helps just, just that's that. And any dumb ball player comes to walking. Yeah. Like speak right? and then don't cross me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, do you, do you feel like there's more women in baseball? I mean, the cool, the GM of that's dope. That was pretty cool. And, and, and not even say woman thing. If you know her, it's the right move. If you knew what was, if you're in the baseball and you're just like how you and I know these people, it's the right move. Yeah. That's, that's the coolest part about it is to say the move was made the right move because of that, that made those decisions. That's probably why he made those decisions because it is the right move. Yeah. That's what's but cool about props it. To them to finally take the jump to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact uh, it'll be awesome when we don't have to even talk about they had yeah. to take the jump. It was, oh, it's the right move that, you know, so-and-so was the right person. You know, yeah. Color yeah. green ginger thing that's going on. Who knows? Well, there'll be that other alien species by then. Who knows? Right. <laughs> well, in all reality, I was talking to someone the other day, like a resume, it really shouldn't say what race I heard about that. Yeah, too, yeah. or what sex. It should just be, you know, like, what your qualifications are. Are you good at your job? Well, if there's any species, race, gender that has to do it, let's just say that I'm, I feel proud that the girls are going to lead us in that way. Cause that means it'll get done and they'll, yeah. they'll make, they'll create equality. I'm too, I'm too lazy. <laughs> you, you lead it. That's why you're in that office seat. But, uh, uh, what you do is awesome. I appreciate your time. I think it was fun, a fun way to kind of talk about, what I enjoy about the Royals uh, fantasy camp and also to highlight some awesome thing. I got some girls that I know listen to podcasts of my softball girls, one of them in particular wanting to tell her to bring out that fire. Like I, Dina, you could not have said it on a tee any better for me. I know that she'll receive that. So it makes a difference. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Be a kick-ass woman, powerful and uh, just bring it every day. Love it. You're awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, Dina. I appreciate thanks, it. Uh, any um, any handles we should go follow? Uh, obviously, you can't see Royals handles. Well, yeah, always the Royals. And then um, I'm at Lady Duke 12. Am I at Lady Duke 12? Yeah. That's my Twitter. And that's um, where we get some fantasy camp information. And uh, yeah. You're that's, awesome. Yeah, at Lady Duke 12. At Lady Duke Twitter. 12. Holler, DM her, get into that fantasy camp. Yeah. And she is bribable. If, watch if you the get, DM. <laughs> yeah, watch the DM.
that's fantasy campers. Yeah. She's like, don't load it. I just erase like, it. Yeah. Baseball fantasy camp. Yes. Yes. Baseball mm-hmm. fantasy game. But uh, Dina, thank you. Thanks for uh, being awesome. Thanks for being professional inspiration to women who want to work in sports uh, and being an example. She froze. They're frozen, frozen at the perfect time. You're like frozen. You. You, you froze at the perfect time, like a smile, like, yeah, what? <laughs> I'm awesome. So it was like perfect. Shocker. All uh, right. Dina, thanks. Okay. Bye. Thank you.